good people. It's Reg. It's Stone. And it's hour 58 of BET Uncut. We're just playing the WAP video over and over again. Uh, right now we might deviate from that programming. I want to get a little Nelly in there tip drill, you know, some some modern classics, you know, for you all you masturbators out there at home, home from school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, wet ass petunias. Yes, wet ass petunias. <laughs> that is what is in store today, children. Gather around. <laughs> Let me tell you stories <laughs> of hip hop. <laughs> oh man, so look. If the pandemic needed anything, if 2020 needed anything, it needed controversy over some whack shit, right? It needs some con- some 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 good old sexual pearl clutching controversy. Shouts 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 to Gore. Shouts. <laughs> you know, we were missing that in 2020. We had everything else, and 2020 is like I'm gonna run up the score. You know, so uh, so yeah, I guess. The, the Cardi B Megan Thee Stallion collaboration, WAP Wet Ass Petunias, uh, dropped uh, last week, and the reaction was very interesting. Right, um, a lot of people took to the internet, and essentially, to be honest, I would say the pearl clutching came from hip hop fans, which like, is. So sad, but yes, agreed. (laughs) So all these salty, dare I say, Hotep hip-hop fans were clutching their pearls and essentially so offended by this video and so offended by, you know, like... I don't don't even know, like, like the fact of, of vaginal wetness offended by it, right? And... I don't know. I just, I I would see like different people on my timeline who I know rocks to Akinelli put in your mouth. Yeah. (laughs) 20 Uh. years ago, I was in that room, fam. So (laughs) (laughs) I know you were doing it. We didn't have like smartphone cameras back in the day, but (laughs) there are witnesses. Yeah, man. Now, well, come on, uh, everybody rush the dance floor. Come on, bros. Come on. Yeah, like like those type of people coming at Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. And I I don't know. Like my I'm I'm clutching my pearls just at like the, the fake outrage around it. <laughs> it's it's nuts to me because it's like, all right, and, and you know what's funny for let's let's rewind a little bit. First of all, the lyrics are dirty, but they aren't really necessarily like out of crazy ideas like it's not like she's talking about pegging dudes you know it's very much like oral sex you know i I like rough sex very like little kim basics like there's nothing here where suddenly they're introducing this whole new sexual forum sexual world that hip-hop is not you know is not used to this is just every sex rap song that's existed for the past fucking decades. Let's start from there. So that's the first thing where it's just like, whoa, we're, we're really tripping out over just a basic ass hip hop sex song. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And, and uh, Cardi B actually, I think on Instagram, someone was telling me, um, posted the lyrics to uh, a track from Lil' Kim Hardcore, right, on her, on her IG, basically saying, like, like what again like this is not <laughs> new this has existed for years what the hell are you coming at me for right yeah. <laughs> you know um and then the other thing too right so you have cardi b who's an ex-stripper and megan the stallion who is also an ex-stripper right no 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 no, no. no. megan Meg- oh no uh, she's uh um the most she's done i think she worked at hooters like like, like okay. the equivalent okay. of hooters but you know um, yeah but you have Cardi B, who's an ex-stripper, right? Um, this is on brand for Cardi B, right? There's nothing here in this song that is different from any other Cardi B song from the past, what, like five or six years that she's been around, right? Agreed. Like, like this is on brand for Cardi B. Maybe it's not on brand so much for Megan Thee Stallion, um, but even then, like, Again, like I like, I'm not surprised it's Megan The Stallion, right? It's not like it was like NDRE, right? It's not like like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are two artists that you know, like uh, there's an artist that like we're like scratching our heads, like a Fiona Apple, right? Like we we don't have like a Fiona Apple doing like a wop. <laughs> that would be fucking fire though, like like <laughs> like like like, like a remix, and then it's just like like you actually get like guests versus some like women outside of hip hop, so it's just like. Fiona, I bet you Fiona has bars because Fiona has bars with Adam titles. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if she comes out there for like you know a six sixteen out there from the booth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, now I'm excited. Now that now this needs to happen. Um, but yeah, no. So like like again, like this is this is not this shouldn't be su- surprise anybody that's listened to a Cardi B record before. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's confusing because it's like like you said, it's like both of them. Have like you know, Cardi B definitely deals with sex. Megan's definitely had many like my pussy will just knock you out type bars. You know, these are people who are just you know very comfortable with sexuality, and not again like I said, not in any any way that's any different from uh, from Trina, from Lil Kim, from Foxy. You know, what I'm saying like there's there's a long lineage there. So what's weird, and it's the, I think it's honestly, and we all know, it's because of the empowerment factor. It's the idea yes. of where like you know Cardi B, you know, may have been you know a stripper but at the same time she's somebody where eloquent well-spoken knows her fucking politics chilling with bernie sanders you've got megan the stallion who is still relatively young but she's somebody where you know college graduate knows her shit definitely is kind of pretty much her one one person walking army now just because you know you know as far as you know marketing everything else it's it's just her like she's literally if you think about it from like three or four years ago she was just somebody kind of bubbling here doing youtube videos to where she is now that's pretty much all on her you know there's no Svengali in the background kind of doing all this stuff you just have these two women who come from a place of sexual not sexual from female empowerment doing a sexual song about them enjoying sex and like i said it's not even like they're talking about slapper dudes it's still very much regular ass you know you know, just sexual, sexual shit. And it's like, people are fucking flipping out. And it's weird because, you know, I, I wonder, I, you know, it's, you know, it could be the idea of maybe we've all gotten more mature, you know, it was, it was, it was cool back when we were, you know, in the Credible Hulk days, you know, we were out there doing screwdrivers, wearing square toe shoes, diesel jeans, you know what I'm saying? Extra long white tees. 
sports jerseys. It was cool. We were vibing out to, you know, the Yin Yang Twins, you know, saying, wait till you see my dick. But now, as seasoned mature adults, we realize the error of our ways. <laughs> as seasoned mature adults, we realize we don't like female empowerment. <laughs> exactly. We've settled into our misogyny now in our elder years. It's nice, it's comfortable, you know what I'm saying? I may be here lonely with my beer, but I know my place in the world. And it's... And the thing is, what I hate about it's a fucking all right. So I, I'm even talk about the song. I like the. I think the song is a little too long. I'll, be, I'll bring it back to the music critique. But I think the basis of the song, the basics, the fucking sample horrors in this house, them drop just drop passing the mic back and forth. The fucking beat, it's fucking dope. It's a dope. It's a, it's some shit where you could imagine it clearing the dance floor. And the thing is, what I love about a lot of these arguments is the idea of where. Like dudes are so stupid because this is if if you dudes it's it's like like I I think it's more of a a funny commentary on the patriarchy. It's like you kind of want women to like sex guys. If women like sex, then it's like you weird hotep dude might be able to like you know get laid more also like it's a kind of a win-win i think the more we kind of get rid of these sexual mores the more we stop slut shaming the more we kind of let these old school dumb ways of thinking goes the more we could all be free free and fucking like fucking the 60s yeah which no is, definitely which is actually in hindsight a weird reference for a black man to make <laughs> <laughs> the white people 60s i was gonna say when america was great america, america was great, was great. My record is great for white people back in those days. Good drugs. Good, good, you know. But yeah, no, it's it's such a dumb controversy where, because even when I saw the video, I was like, oh, obviously they're going for it. You've got that statue of the nipple spraying out water. It just seems cheesy and fun. And you know what's fucking fucked up too? I cracked that joke about like, uh, about like, you know, BET Uncut. It's still less like perverted than a lot of those videos I saw. Like you know, like there was something that skeevy. Like remember when Nelly had that whole credit card bit, and he got oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. seemed to be a lot more dirty and a little nefarious and mean spirited than like you know, than than a whole bunch of girls twerking in front of lions. You know what I'm saying? Tigers. Yeah. It's just like yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. No. No. Definitely. And, and look, I'm not gonna say like I'm a fan of the song. I thought the fan the song is okay. I do like the sample because uh, I, I love me some 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 club, but I thought the song was okay. I thought the video was okay. Um, for I, me, it's, you know, going back to it's it's too long. It's like literally yeah. for 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 the beat that they're using, which is a great beat but a very simple beat. It's almost like grinding. Grinding is is a very simple song, but it la- it knows it's like two minute two and a half minutes long. It's in and out. This bitch is like yeah. four minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know, like, there's just, like, a lot to the video. I was just kind of like, why are these cameos here? Um, and I also feel like, I guess, like, the cameos were maybe filmed, like, social distance, right? Like, it just felt like it was just, like, Rosalia just, like, just in, like, a room with a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, dancing by herself, you know? Like, I don't know why her intern, like, holds up the iPhone camera, you know? So there's a lot of things you can actually like criticize about like the video and the song, um, and you know I, I would I would even say like I would respect your criticisms about the content if you actually brought it up with like actual valid criticisms about like the song or whatever, um, but yeah I mean like I, I feel like it doesn't matter anymore because the content criticisms will come continue to drive this up. It's a Streisand effect, right? So. 
um, you'll just have more and more uh, streams, which is good. You know, I want I want both of those uh, uh, both of those artists to win. Um, but the song itself and the video, I don't know. I could do it without. Like you know, I I, I I feel like they, I don't know. It just it if it's, it's really funny because I remember uh, the Kanye West Lil Peep video. Yes, um, and like it has similar vibes. <laughs> And similar style, like long hallway, kind of like distorted and like things like that. Um, so that's like I don't know, it just felt like a little derivative, but um again, like I am I am I am criticizing the video, not the content. Yeah. And and that's the thing, is that I it's uh, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's I never thought we would have old man yells at cloud in hip hop. Like like and it's just like, whoa, we've we've lost our ways. I, I kinda got it to a certain extent about the mumble rap because obviously styles change. You have the old guard versus the new guard. But like profanity and hip hop is just like Slick Rick, my one of the first records I ever got was goddamn Slick Rick. Slick Rick was dirty as fuck. Enough rap even though it was just him on the cover, <laughs> like in I think it's it's a like a weird like picture of the Empire State Building or some shit. I used to be afraid of having the album out because I felt like my parents would fucking yell at me. Just just because they it was so dirty, I felt like they could tell that the filth was coming through. <laughs> the fucking cassette tape. So it was just weird to have this like weird blowback. And like I said, it's something where across the board is stupid. It reinforces patriarchy where it hurts us all. It's not good for hip hop because you want hip hop to be fucking real. There's nothing really that out of the extraordinary in that song for people to be flipping out. So we're just kind of playing censorship. And at yeah. the last second, it's fucking fun. Like, <laughs> like, bro, we stuck inside the house. If somebody wants to have a video of fucking them twerking in front of fucking lions and shit, I'll yeah. watch that shit. It's it's a diversion from the thoughts of my head, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, All I have is r- washing my hand eight times a day. Give me something different. It's it's something yeah. you know. Like I, I, it's like I said, it's it's something where I think. We kind of have to look at ourselves and say, hey, we kind of fucked up here. Collectively, obviously a lot of people just like it's fun, but people who are complaining, man, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so in addition to both Megan and Cardi B having to like defend themselves, racism also wants to join. <laughs> <laughs> racism was like, oh, misogyny over there. <laughs> It's like you can't have all the fun. Uh, <laughs> Racism also has to join uh, to this conversation. Um, so basically, um, there's a cameo with Kylie Jenner, who I don't know who what she looks like. Like there's like there's a pretty long cameo of her not really doing anything other than walking down a hallway, right? And I'm kind of like, who is this person? Because I have no idea what Kylie Jenner looks like. Um, I'm that dude. Um, and essentially what happened was People Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Tonight, all they did was talk about Kylie Jenner's cameo and completely marginalized the fact that there's two black <sighs> females who are actually <laughs> the, the main headlining artists of the video and the song. It was like, watch Kylie Jenner and so-and-so-and-so, right? Um, and it's just like one of those things where you're just kind of like, you, you kind of see this racism in action. Um, and you kind of see, like, I don't know, just, just crazy to me. Like, 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 they don't even, like, and I think, like, the People 
magazine article like didn't even reference like the title of the video or <laughs> like anything. It was just like watch Kylie Jenner, right? <laughs> and I don't know. It's just it's kind of crazy. And like one, a part of me is just kind of like I understand that you know media is trying to chase clicks, but the other part of me is just kind of like you know I feel like when you like are that thirsty for for clicks you just fall back into your 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 ways and your common ways of racism you know so it's and it sucks because it's like all right so look on one hand because it, it was an awkward moment in the video because you're watching the video you know it's, 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 it's rap videoing along people dancing music yada 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 you have this mic drop and it suddenly is just Kylie Jenner walking through a door them you know whatever and so it's awkwardly placed. And the thing is, so there's been a lot of controversy in general because they're like, oh, why is Kylie Jenner there? Yada, 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 this and that. And like, what's funny is, going back to your point, it's almost smart because you throw her in the middle of the video and now it's just like, oh, here's just, you know, that 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 level of e-entertainment news starts looking at it. But it also sucks because, like you said, it's it's like the two main creators aren't really involved. All the other people they kind of threw on there, like Romani, you know what I'm saying, people who are kind of bubbling up, don't really yeah. get the respect they kind of deserve because it's all focused on Kylie. And it's just like it's, it just sucks because then you have look at the other side whereas like you've got somebody who effectively like her whole brand is basically being hip hop adjacent but not being hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like here's yeah. you know here's the extra tanning, here's the lips, here's the dating the rappers, here's you know me of cornrows, but you know I am you know at, at my ethnicity is not even half Armenian. It's like this side of my family is 100% white, and it kind of sucks. And the thing is, I know that Cardi B was defending it, saying, oh, we're friends, yada, 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 this and that. But it's kind of fascinating looking like it because it's looking at it from the ex- like from the outside. Because sadly enough, knowing the way America works, throwing Kylie Jenner in the middle of a video is a really smart marketing move. It's a depressingly cynical one, but it's an effective one. Yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like it's probably one of those things where it's just like they're all like sitting around getting high and like, and they're like, oh, Kylie, you want me in the video? Like, and Kylie's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. It's a fucking pandemic. So, you know, like that, <laughs> and that's how it happened. And I'm sure like, you know, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion weren't thinking about this element <laughs> <laughs> of adding uh, Kylie to the video. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, it's, it's just America, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's just how we roll out here. So the, yeah, depressing. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But like I said, it's, it's something where it's, I think it's I like overall fun video, let people have their fun, stop hating, stop the patriarchy and, you know, waps for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody. Everybody. Let, 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 let it rain. Every, man. Oh. Let it rain. Oh, there we oh. go. Let, let it rain in many ways, not just money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ironically uh. enough, it feels like all that WAP talk kind of drowned out the, the the other big news that happened basically the beginning of the week before. Beyonce dropped her long form music video, her artistic, artistic statements. Black is king. <laughs> And uh, for me, it was interesting watching it because I'll be fully honest. When that album dropped a year ago, was it? I think it was last. When did? When did yeah, the, yeah, it was last last summer. Yeah, yeah I thought it, I, I was like, ah, whatever. And I kind of, I think I fast forwarded it through it. But I have to admit, kind of sitting down and watching it, the whole thing, it a, it was very well made, which we'll get to in a moment. The visual component, but the songs were kind of came off a lot better than they did. You know, out of the context of being one big Disney fucking marketing scheme. 
Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I feel like, and I feel the same way, right? Like, I, to be honest, like, it's been a long week, fam. And we already talked about how, like, days are running together and shit like that. (laughs) I didn't know that this was a compliment to that album, right? Like, I didn't know that that, that, like, this was, like, a compliment to, like, the Lion King album. So I'm, like, listening. I was like, oh, snap, this song knocks. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I'm going on Spotify, yeah. and I'm like, oh, oh, that was from an album? I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, same, fam. Yeah. Exact same. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not mad, because I guess, you know, it's it's what's good about it is the idea of where, you know, you have this album, obviously you got to have the, you know, you got to have the skits in it, you got to do it a certain way, you got to, it's this, there's a rule book written to how you have to do a soundtrack and how you have to, how you have to promote it, just that predates Disney, that Disney, particularly being the mega conglomerate that it is, has to follow by the T. So it's cool kind of having her kind of grab this work, repurpose it, remix it, recut it, give it a lot of the dialogue on the album itself, and kind of build this effective, like this Terrence Malick slash art film around it, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess I liked it a lot. I, I thought that, I know initially people were just kind of like, and I, I saw two big pieces kind of going out there. One was the idea of where, like, you know, it's a mismatch of Africa, quote unquote. Like, you know, it's it's just you've got Uganda, you've got Nigeria, you got whatever, put it in there. I think that was a little unfair. I think that watching it, because I think it was based off the, the trailer. So you watch the trailer and it's like, all right, cool. Everything seems hypercut. So it looks like it's just one big mishmash of African cultures. I think yeah. in the actual movie itself, she did a really good job of saying, hey, this scene is going to be taking place in like, you know, this is this is Niger world where it's taking place in like, you know, the quote unquote hood. This place is taking over here. So I think it was well paced. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think people kind of went a little hard on the capitalism structure. Whereas it's like, I kind of get a lot of discussion we have as far as celebrity and money and, you know, these times of turmoil and protest. But at the same time, as somebody who's had to sit through many, many an artsy movie just because of people I've dated, because of school, because of fucking boredom, it's kind of cool to have, you know, a black woman, you know, grab the fucking bag from Disney, hire a whole bunch of black artists to make a black art film. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I can't really be mad at it. And, and I kind of get to critique, but I think particularly in these times of pandemic where it's really hard to find, you know, pieces of art and, you know, money is tied and everything else that, you know, let her rock. I don't really see the big deal of kind of creating, you know, art on Disney's dime because fuck it. Why, why not? Yeah, no, definitely. And, and that's like something I struggle with. I like, so I equally think that this is a beautiful set of music videos. <laughs> it's not a movie, <laughs> it's a set of music videos, <laughs> lyric, like visual album. I think that, you know, Beyonce has kind of cemented her spot in that kind of like, you're not only a pop star, but you're an artist and you're driving culture and you, you know, like, like you're driving fashion and you, you, and I feel like Beyonce's always kind of been that, but this is like the, Oh snap. Like you can now do this, but not drive fashion towards like Versace, right? Driving fashion towards African designers and things like that. Like, and I feel like that is a power that only Beyonce has right now. Right. Um, and maybe like Rihanna, right. And, you know, I understand the critique around it where we're in this time where there's um, 30 million people unemployed and also, too, we're basically in a race war. Um, 
and there's probably more important things that that Beyonce could lend her voice to. Um, but also too, like I do think like the fact that Beyonce made something called Black is King and Disney of all people paid her money to do it. Yes. <laughs> you it's know they were mad tight that check. Their their hands were shaking. <laughs> They're like, God damn it. <laughs> their palms are sweaty, fam. Like their palms are sweaty, you know. Um, it's, it's cool, and like even you know, I there's some blowback on like the fact that it's on Disney Plus, which I do think is a problem, um, and that's probably why it's not getting as much like buzz. I think as if it was on Netflix, right? Just because I only have Disney Plus because I have like a, a free one year trial, right? <laughs> you know, it's just not like it's growing in popularity, but it's not. Um, to the level of like a Netflix or a YouTube or, or whatnot. Um, and people are just kind of like, you know, if she really wants to be for the people, put it on YouTube where it's free. True. Valid critique, you know. Um, but again, like this is, this, Beyonce is going to Beyonce. Like, I don't think she can pare down like who she is. If she did, she would be Solange. And she's not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> and no, no this to Salon. But you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, it's like, like yeah. it's always going to be spectacle with Beyonce. It's always going to be bring it to 120, 130. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of her MO. Um, and it's hard for her to backtrack like from that. And I think like the vision here was well, again, like, yeah, let's let's use this like like Terrence Terrence Malik, or let's let's use this like all these things, these set pieces that always prop up, like, you know, white things and use it for to empower black people, right? Absolutely. Like, that's the vision. Um, and I'm not mad. I'm not mad at any of those. Like, um, you know, the, like, I didn't, I didn't get to finish it. I do think it, you know, some of the shots felt really repetitive, like lots of zoom ins and zooms out, zoom outs. And, um, you know, I really kind of wish it was a movie. Like, it would be the dopest movie, right? It would be, like, even if she did, like, The Lion King, but in the hood of Africa <laughs> with, like, the same characters, I would watch that. And just, like, having everybody dressing all, like, crazy and whatnot and neon lights and shit like that, like, I would watch that, like, right now, right? Um, so I do think the music video format is, like, not a, f- like, it's, it's just not a f- a favorite of mine. Like, I even really like, I, mean, I like Lemonade. I thought it was cool. Um, like, the Chalice to Gambino one, I thought was cool. But again, like, I feel like the visual treatments just will work better as a movie. And I feel like if, like, for both the Chalice one and this one, I would have loved to see it as a actual movie treatment. Yeah, you know, it's, it's something, I mean, this, this, this is where we get to, like, the critique is the idea of where, you know, most art films are basically like, here's a whole bunch of cool shit. I didn't have, a, I didn't have an actual script. <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's like, you know, it's just like, here's scenes, here's scenes, here's scenes. And you're right. As If you wanted to make a piece of art called Black is King, it would have been much cooler if, they, if it was an actual plot, if they tied it to the diaspora, yada, yada, yada. That said, like it's and like you said, it's the idea of where you, who wants to see a toned down Beyonce? It's just like, at a certain point, it's like, you know, if nobody's really asking Lady Gaga 
nobody's really asking like fucking like even a fucking post Malone you know what I'm saying it's like you have the stadium level acts you expect stadium level shit and it's like you expect these big grandiose fucking you know you know executions and these fucking you know fireworks and Metallica on stage and yada 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 you expect rock stars to be rock stars and while in this case it's a little pretentious it's a little nutty and yada 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 like I said, I'm not mad at it. I think it's time where, you know, I, I like I said, she's kind of hit a level of where she's an artiste and I can't get mad at an artist at doing artist shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, like to quote, you know, Eric Buddy, I'm, I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit. So it's like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I, like I, I let her rock. I definitely have critiques. Like I said, it's definitely long, you know, definitely. But like I said, it's for me, at least the image is made up for it. For me, it's less about the the movie itself quote unquote but about three or four just dope ass scenes and dope ass scenes which like you said it's it's she's such a trendsetter where you probably see variations of those scenes <laughs> in many yeah. uh, instagram story you know halloween if halloween is still on you know in a lot of different ways so it's like I, I can't really get really mad at somebody using their position to like create this high level art you know using somebody else's back so you know props to her it was it was entertaining yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then, like, uh, there's a shout-out to uh, Joshua Ketsi, who uh, did some uh, video production on, on that. So, like, there's people where um, she's, all, like, all black pr- pr- like production in, in, in you know, like, uh, writing, choreography, you know, DPs, like, things like that. They're all, like, for the most part, like, all black people, right? So um, the fact that she's also using this to give the that Disney bag... <laughs> And spread it amongst <laughs> <laughs> the creative community is also something to be noted, noted with. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Props, props to Beyonce. <laughs> you know, props to be. She, you've tried, girl. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. You know, you're, you've your got a future. Art school project. It's all. Awesome. She's so got. She's got. She's got talent. She's gonna make it one day. <laughs> she's gonna go somewhere. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> <sighs> You know, and on that note, I guess on my end, just a quickie. Uh, we we kind of discussed him a couple weeks ago, uh, Mikhail McRaven. So uh, we discussed the Gil Scott Heron project he had a couple of weeks ago. He had a record. Uh, that record was, I think, a year ago, where um, Eternal Beings. Give me a second. What's the name of that record? Universal Beings, thank you, the fiance of this is. But uh, he re- released a new record about a week ago, which is tied to an up-and-coming documentary. I believe it's going to be on Amazon. I could be wrong. But basically, during those sessions, they filmed video because basically the way he, his workflow is, is basically they tour, they play in a studio, they play live shows. He's always got his computer running in the background recording what they're doing. And eventually kind of, you know, collects everything, brings it home and kind of just kind of remixes it, long story short. And so they had a documentary kind of following him during the process. And I'm, I'm not too sure if it was pre-planned, if they needed the music for the documentary, or if it was always going to be a side A and side B. They kind of released another record based off those sessions. And, you know, it's what I've been writing around back and forth between here and Long Island. And it's a, just, you know, dope tracks. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. So I actually do have... Uh, it's not new music. Um, it's actually an album from 20, 2019. Um, but Vagabond. Ooh. So are you are you up on Vagabond? I'm up on Vagabond. Okay. I I, 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 I still have my Vice my Vice party badge. Any new indie rock artists, particularly of color, I get immediately alert on my phone. 
Yeah, so like I, I actually I heard like a few tracks of of hers earlier this year, and I was just kind of, but I never actually did a deep dive. Uh, and this week I did a deep dive, like pretty much hit play and just let, let the algorithm just like throw more tracks at me. Um, she has a really cool, um, like I guess like EP that dropped last year, self-titled uh, Vagabond. Um, but it's you know it's. It's an artist of color, um, based in New York City. Um, that it's it's very much. I would say the roots are very much kind of like indie rock, right? Like she is. I, I feel like that's like her motivation is like I kind of like I'm a rocker, like I'm indie rocker. But obviously, it's kind of spliced with like just you know different influences. Um, I wouldn't say there's any like. Like re- like RB influences like strong, but um you can tell there's a little bit of, of everything in this project, and it's really it's just really cool. Like it's 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 something different, and for me, I've been trying to throw as much like non um like bl- like I basically all I get now is just like whack like whack R and B. <laughs> the algorithm feeds me so i've been listening to a lot of indie rock and then the algorithm is like hey but you're black we know that <laughs> and this person is an indie rocker so haha <laughs> so um all that to say it's a really cool project and even her earlier work is a little bit more guitar driven i would say um than her than her 2019 ep um but it's it's just a really and she has a really cool voice yes cool, i love her voice yeah yeah like she's she cool really, period actually yeah yeah she has a really cool aesthetic she you know kind of pretty much is a model basically in terms of like looks um but again like she's just i don't know there's just like so much about her that i'm learning um because i you know, I, I figured that she was from the UK, right? I'm like, oh, there's like no American black women that do this anymore. <laughs> They're all in the UK. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. oh, look at you. You're about to get you. Ooh, I, know, stereotypes. I know, that's racist. Mm. That's racist. Black girls but rock no, there, I mean, buddy. <laughs> but she's uh, she's repping New York as well, which Brooklyn. I think. Uh, Brooklyn. Repping Holler. Brooklyn. We, and we need all the help we can get out here. <laughs> <laughs> They're all leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you know, wherever we can get, like, <laughs> um, so yeah, like, shouts to Vagabond. If you haven't heard of the, the EP, like, check it out. Yeah, no, she's, she's dope. I, I, I haven't had a chance. I think, I feel like I was supposed to see her live once and somehow whatever plans didn't work out. But yeah, she's, she's working hard in any space, getting recognition, getting, had a lot of, like, decently big gigs. I forget who she was touring with. She's just really, like I said, she's just cool as shit. Like, like. It's just kind of cool hearing, because as we always crack a joke about, indie rock is a very, it's 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 it's, it's blindingly white space. So it's yeah. cool seeing somebody who's you know very proud, obviously very black, doing well in that space, using the tools, but doing it at a very high level. So you know, props to her. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I know, and that, and that's about it. We're about to sign off. It's about to. Which now I wonder which which video we're gonna play on BET Uncut. Hmm. 
you went from Nelly Tip Drill. What are, what are the modern classics? I can't even remember. All I remember is just really just Slice King Girls with Bad there, Weaves. There, there was like, uh, I forget what it was. I was reading this article, and there were these rappers from Alaska, right? And they're, I think they were like American Indian rappers. And they had apparently one of the like, most notorious like videos on Uncut, right? <laughs> And I guess it makes sense, right? Like, you're in Alaska. That's already, like, living in a pandemic, right? So what, what are you going to do? Um, I, I forgot the name of them, but I remember, like, reading that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, these rappers from Alaska have the most notorious video <laughs> on BET Uncut. So I got to find that article. I'll send it to you. <laughs> go go hard or go home. Go hard or go home. But uh, <laughs> everybody out there, stay safe. You know, stay, you know, hug your loved ones and keep everything WAP. I'm going to figure something right? out. I'm going to figure out. I'll figure out the we, slang. We got keep everything this. wet. I uh, don't know. I got to figure it out. I'll, I'll get this. Make it rain. That's wet, yo. That's wet. Uh, that's wet, maybe. I don't know. That's wet. I, I, everybody's know. looking forward to middle-aged dudes coming up with new slang. That's that's the that's the wave <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're going to get on that TikTok. We're going to oh, like, be make awesome, this man. thing. I'm, yeah, I'm a little the dance down also the, the <laughs> hand motions <laughs> and doing like fucking line dancing. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but yeah. You know, as usual, y'all stay safe. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>